Hi guys, welcome to another digital tourism show and another one of our travel massive exclusives. In this video, we will be listening to tourism marketing agency's very own Justine Christman, who also runs her own business, Language Distillery. In this talk, she will discuss how you should optimise your content for the French market, specifically if you are in Scotland. Now, Justine boasts some amazing clients, including Bollinger and Secret Escapes. So this will be some advice you will not want to miss. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for uh, joining us for this session today where we're going to talk about why you should invest uh, in good translation um, for tourism and in e-commerce in general. I'm going to start by introducing myself. So my name is Justine. Um, I'm French and I moved to Scotland two years ago. Uh, before that, I used to live um, in Spain. So basically, languages have always been my passion. Uh, I've studied translation at university. I have a, a master's degree in translation and intercultural uh, communication. So since I moved to Scotland, I have been working as a content strategist at TMA, Tourism Marketing Agency, which specializes in uh, digital marketing for tourism companies. And I've also launched my own uh, translation company to help um, British markets um, entering the French market and I translate all marketing materials for them. And I've also um, started doing a tour of Glasgow in French uh, this summer. So this is how I mix my passion with languages and uh, tourism. So today we're going to talk about why you should invest in good translation for your website. Basically, this presentation will focus on the French market and the French language because this is what I specialize in. But uh, just so you know, the analysis is applicable to uh, many other markets who have uh, English as a second language. Um, so definitely you can reuse it uh, for your own benefit. So we're going to start with a bit of data. So basically, France is the third uh, market for tourism in Scotland. Uh, the first one is the US, second one is Germany, and third one is France. It's quite a big market in terms of revenue and days spent uh, touring Scotland, so it's definitely a market that uh, tourism businesses in Scotland should focus on. But this market has um, cultural um, habits that are a bit different from the rest of Europe, um, and we're going to see that now on the presentation, as you can see. So. Uh, one important information to remember when you're trying to, to market uh, to a French audience is that only one in five people uh, will be able to speak English in France. It's Traditionally, it's not a country that is too comfortable uh, speaking English and most of, uh, in most situations people will avoid to speak English if they can speak French. So um, unlike Germany or Scandinavia, for instance, you really have to adapt to uh, the French language because people won't uh, necessarily want to speak English uh, when they're traveling. The two data that are also important to remember is that 90% of Europeans will um, visit a website in their own language when given a choice. So I think that's quite natural. If you have a website in your own language, you will not bother uh, browsing in your second language, which is English. Um, and the second uh, useful piece of information is that 
42% of Europeans will never buy a product or service if the information is not available in the mother tongue. So there is an element of trust behind languages. So when you see a website in your language, you instantly trust the information, you trust the brand, you feel like the brand has made an effort to talk to you in your language, to translate everything and to make prices available in your currency. That's a um, distinctive advantage. So yeah, definitely the, the person will be more inclined to buying from a website that is available in their own language than browsing in a different language when you don't really understand everything that's going on. Uh, the product description is, you don't understand it quite well. The terms and condition of uh, the purchase is not too clear. You don't really know where your money is going to. So that trust element is definite, will definitely show a return on investment and that's why translation is important. So um, then I would like to quote uh, someone we all know uh, in the marketing um, world. It's David Ogilvy. So he said something very interesting once about how when you're trying to persuade people to buy something or do something, you have to use the language they use every day and the language in which they think. So this is what translation is about. You're taking that extra step. You're talking to someone in their language and, you know, that is what you have to do. You have to know your audience. You know, you have to know how they consume, how they purchase. And from there, you can sell something to them. But if you're talking in a language that they don't understand, you know, you're not entering, entering their world. You're not taking that extra step. So it is very unlikely that they will respond well to your brand or your product. To give you a, a real case example, I browsed the internet to find the equivalent of uh, visitscotland.com, but uh, for France. So the website is called france.fr, and basically what it does, it, it markets France as a destination uh, to the rest of the world. And so on that Paris page, so it's a product page basically, it's, it's to try and sell tours and experiences in Paris. I took the content of the page and pasted it on Google Translate to show you that Google Translate can only go so far. So the initial content is in French and Google Translate uh, turned it into English on that page that you can see. So what was a very engaging and um, creative piece of content that really um, make you want to travel turned into a disaster when translated into English. So as you can see on the first sentence, um, Paris, capital city, we will be engulfing in the first tube mouth. So this makes absolutely no sense. So as an internet user, you would end up on a page uh, about Paris that would introduce you to an experience in Paris with that very sentence. You would not understand, you would not be interested, and there is a high chance you would bounce because this doesn't resonate to you. You don't, you don't really understand what you're reading and it doesn't make you want to go there. So that's what Google Translate does for most of us, non-English uh, speakers. We browse the internet, we are interested in a, in a destination and we end up on a website that says, you know, um, nonsense like this. So you would, you would just close the window and search uh, for another website that has good and engaging content in your language that you can really uh, relate to. So Google Translate can, cannot solve uh, all translation problems. Basic ones, yes, but uh, as soon as you create uh, complicated and creative content, 
Google Translate will not be able to do the job for you. So another good reason to uh, invest in good translation is that localized content and good translated content drives better KPIs. Um, I found three real-life case studies to show you that there is really a return on investment when you take that extra step and translate your website. The first one is an example from Neil Patel. I don't know if you know him. So he's a very famous uh, SEO consultant from the United States. And in 2015, he made an experiment. He saw that a big chunk of his traffic uh, was coming from non-English speaking countries. And he thought, you know, I should translate my website and see what happens because this audience right now, it, it has uh, very bad KPIs. It's not staying on the website very long. It's bouncing, it's not converting. So how about I translate the website, make the information available to them in their own language and we'll see what happens. So to do that, he used Google Translate. So of course, um, the copy was not great, but still people were wanting that information. Nail Patel was the only one to give at that time. So they, as soon as uh, the content was available in their language, the people uh, started going and staying on the website. So in only three weeks, Nail Patel managed to increase uh, his traffic by 47%. And that's, that's because as soon as you translate your pages into another language, Google will index your website for search queries in different languages. So before you were only available in the United States, for instance, and all of a sudden you, became, you become available in, for uh, search queries in India. So that opens a massive uh, market for, you know, uh, for your website and you will see more traffic. Uh, the KPIs will probably increase and you might also see at the end of the journey an increase in conversion. Second example is from Digital Turbine. So I don't know if you know this company, but it's an app that's helped other apps gain more visibility among users. And these guys, they were wanting to enter uh, new markets, which were Spain, Germany, and France. And what they did is they took the, their five top performing campaigns um, in English and translated them, so in German, French, and Spanish, to compare um, the data from the campaign. And the results showed that um, the English uh, campaigns actually converted less than uh, the translated ones. So the English one had a click-through rate of 3% and a conversion rate of 7%, whereas the translated one had a, a click-through rate of 5 and a conversion rate of 9%. So you can see that when you make the effort of translating a campaign and make it available um, in, the, in foreign markets, people will probably respond very well to it and you will see good click-through click rates and KPIs. Third one is uh, from Media Planet. So Media Planet is a brand agency that helps um, companies market themselves in other markets abroad. And basically the, the CEO recently declared that most of their clients will see an increase in conversion of 20% when they only uh, translate part of the website. And when a website is translated entirely in uh, your target language, the increase in conversion rate can reach 70%. So that's, that's, a, that's very good data. That's, definitely showing ROI, so there is an argument as to why you should 
uh, be translating your website if you're doing uh, business abroad. So to end this presentation, we're going to talk about um, if whether or not you need to translate your website, and if so, where to begin. So first of all, if you're thinking of translating your website, look at your, at your Google Analytics. So where is the traffic coming from? Do you have a, a big percentage of the traffic coming from a non-English speaking country? And if so, look at the KPI for uh, this audience. Is this audience staying on, its, on the website? Is it reading a lot of pages? Or on the contrary, is it bouncing very quickly? Are the KPIs good or are they bad? And if they're bad, try and uh, translate the main pages to see what happens. After a few weeks to a few months, you will be able to tell from the data if the translation helps uh, people staying on your website and uh, interacting with it more. The second advice I would give you is to look at the competition. If you're in a field like tourism, where basically you do business abroad, uh, your competitors might have a translated website. If so, then you might be losing out uh, business. So translate your, your, your website and see what happens. And if the competition doesn't have a translated website, well, maybe having uh, a website available in different language, language will give you a competitive advantage. So, my advice is start small. You don't have to uh, translate your entire website from the get-go. You can start small and you have to start small because at the end of the day, um, it's always best to invest a little and see what happens than you know, going crazy and then you never know. So, start small. Translate first your homepage, your navigation menu, menu your product pages and your contact pages. This should be enough for a foreign audience to be able to interact with your website. And then if you see good results from those uh, pages being translated, you can maybe uh, think about translating your entire website. And even though I don't really like Google Translate, you can still use Google Translate for basic sentences. If you don't have a big budget to invest in translation, you can use a real translator for product pages, which need to be um, perfect, basically, but for tiny call to actions like see more, book now, you can use Google Translate because um, actually it will be able to deliver good translations for, for those very basic um, sentence. So uh, this presentation is now finished. I would like to thank you for your attention. Um, so if you ever want to discuss translation or uh, content in French or if you have any specific question about the French market, for tourism in Scotland, please do send me an email. My email is languagedistillery at gmail.com. I also have a website, uh, languagedistillery.com. So uh, please, by all means, be in touch. And if you write about this presentation, uh, please, I would uh, love for you to share a link to my website because it's rather new. And um, so it will help me a lot. Thank you so much. Have a good day.